get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 385. We've got some news to talk about. Why? There was an Xbox developer direct last week, right after we recorded. So yeah, we're going to have that to talk about, along with a few other news stories. But before we get into that, I'd like to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, how you doing? I'm good. Yourself? I'm excellent. Simon, what's up? Hello, hello. I'm good. I'm good. Hello, hello. Thanks Joelle for having out. me on the show. Really happy to join you guys. Excited. Oh, <laughs> nice to have you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First yeah, time. Yeah. First time. I'm really excited. First time, definitely. You're not the podcast producer. No, no, no. First time I'm here. I'm really Never. happy to be here. I'm excited <laughs> okay, to talk to you guys. Excellent. For, what do they say? A long time listener, first time caller. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. In French, there's a, there's a meme called "C'est Steve de Laval," and it's like always, yeah, I'm calling Steve. I'm calling from Laval, Steve. So. Oh, they would Steve. always they would always call in uh in those sports show or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Steve from Laval was was always the uh the joke name. Um, and they they always congratulate people for like their shows like Félicitations pour ton programme. Yes. I like that. We should add that into our mix. I want to get congratulated every show for your program for just the, for just showing up. <laughs> you hear? Oh, yay! Congrats. <laughs> Uh, Joelle is off this week, uh, so we'll look forward to talking to her next week. But I want to get into a little bit of housekeeping before we get into the crew check-in. I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. If you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee, you can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. If you'd like to leave us a voice memo, you could do that by going to the iHeartRadio app, going to the Girls on Games podcast page, hitting that microphone and recording us a 30 second uh, voice memo uh, or could be commentary, could be a question. You could yell at us, whatever. You could be heard on the show. All right. Uh, I'm curious to hear what the crew has been up to this week. Catherine, what you been doing? Man, <laughs> there's you've been, you've been we doing have man? officially a curse. Um Sunday, my mother-in-law was supposed to stop by. She was supposed to go to the car show in Montreal and then stop by in the afternoon. And of course, because she said she was coming to see us, there was a snowstorm. So She brings it with her? Or Pascal's just said she's coming? She was it- like, yo, I'm going to come for dinner. I'm going to surprise them. We had a snowstorm. Um, <laughs> every time she says she's coming, the weather's terrible. There's always so, something. Of course, she didn't come. Um... <laughs> So we didn't do all that much, to be honest. Um, Yeah, Saturday I ran some errands, and then I woke up Sunday, and it was, like, snowing so hard. Um, And then, you know, I I shoveled a bit, and I was like, I'll wait till the snow finishes to, like, do the last shoveling. It is um, 7.57 p.m., Monday, the following day that I said I was going to wait for the snow to stop. It hasn't stopped. I heard that it was a really bad snowstorm and you guys got a lot of snow. Yeah. And it kept snowing today. Um, So I've shoveled the front porch about three times in the past 72 hours. In the back porch, I said, I'm going to wait till it's over to do that. And we'll just go out through the front door. Um, The snow's back up to my window. Yeah, and that I'm might still be a waiting safety for hazard. It to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, but now they said, "Oh, the snow's going to stop." And you know what that means? That means it's going to be sunny. So that means it's going to be minus tw- between minus 20 and minus 30 for the next week. Mm. So, good news, it'll stop snowing, so I will clear my back porch. Uh, but I will have to be dressed like an Antarctic explorer to do so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't miss that. 
I had a conversation with a colleague who grew up in Venezuela. Oh, boy. Who complains a lot about the weather here, uh, how it's unstable, how it's cold most of the time, but mostly how it's unstable and unpredictable. And you have to deal with like so much random shit. And I was like, well, you moved back. Why? He was like, well, you know, the country got unstable. And after like talking to a lot of my colleagues that came to Canada or that, you know, are Canadians that went abroad for a long time, we've discovered that you get to pick a choice in life. You get to have things like, you know, political stability, healthcare, uh, marriage equality, a, a pretty good social net, things like, you know, affordable education, or you get to have good weather. <laughs> 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 or or run the risk of like hurricanes out. and earthquakes yeah, and all exactly. that chaos. I'm like, no, I will stick with my somewhat predictable Canadian winters. Very happy like, with uh, that. Uh, like uh, my friend spent a year in Australia and she was like, so I had to learn how to like get tarantulas out of my house. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just going to shovel. Yeah. Let's have the white snow instead of tarantulas, please. Yeah. The land of the nope, Australia. No, it's fine. We're good. Nope. These were were my Monday musing after like Montreal has received something like 57 57 centimeters of snow in the past five days. Oh, yeah, we got. uh, Yeah, we we got a few. Wow. The the window in the like (laughs) the the office is on the second floor and the Mm -hmm. window. Of course, you know, there's a little uh, uh, there's a little roof section, but still Mm -hmm. like. It 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 covers more than half the window now, like in the office. So it's kind of crazy how how, no, how like, much snow there we've was gotten. A, there was a blizzard like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then we had not a blizzard, just another ten snow. centimeter. Yeah. And then uh-huh. Sunday was a blizzard, and then today was just regular snow. It was a like so. Yesterday we got like something like twenty five. Today we got another ten. Yeah, and it's That's to the lot. point where the city starts doing like the the you know the operation de neigement or the, the yeah where they, yeah they truck they it tr- out the truck it out like and they clean up and like they just look at the weather and they were like y'all gonna have to deal with the snow for a bit because it kept like the next day their work would be undone and you know it cost millions of dollars so the city of montreal basically said we're gonna chill until tuesday or wednesday yeah so and then they're gonna clear it out because it's just been figure it out on and off and i think it was saturday saturday was so weird um it would be sunny yeah and then so i left my house to go like run my errands it was sunny and then the wind picked up and then it covered and it started snowing <laughs> yeah and then the it wind would get is sunny really again <laughs> and then it would start snowing again it was like it, it's as if the weather was a paid actor it was so weird it just kept changing every five to ten minutes <laughs> And that's why I've been thinking about that conversation with my colleague about like picking good weather or living in a country where, you know, you're safe. Um, Yeah. I love when it's like, you know, you know, you're off, like you're on holiday or it's Sunday or something like that. You know, it's a snowstorm and you get all snuggly on your couch and you have the window open so that you can see the nice falling snow and you're in your comfy clothes or pajamas with a nice hot cup of cocoa or a Mm -hmm. hot toddy or something and playing a game that you're really into especially when i had the blanket and the dog next to me i was like i am in my glee i am comfortable with this (laughs) honestly like the best thing to come out of covid is working from home during snowstorms like not having to drive into work with all the shit that's happening like holy moly I this look at my calendar like, every week and check the weather along with what I actually need to be in the office for and plan yeah. around it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if it's going to pour rain, too, because that's the thing that we get here in Toronto is like we might we get tons of rain. Yeah. But uh, right now I am very much missing the uh, Montreal snow clearing capabilities because Toronto is not nearly as well adept at doing that. To snow. Uh, I- yeah, I, I remember uh, one year, uh, 
Toronto got hit really bad. And I remember that the city of Ottawa had to like lend them snow plows. <laughs> not surprised. Because they were not equipped for like whatever like 30, 50 centimeter they got. Mm. Like Ottawa and Ottawa is a lot like Montreal. Like when I moved to Montreal and people were like, it snows a lot here. I'm like, it's the same thing. 200 yeah. kilometers that way. Like it was so like we're used to it. So yeah. it was like Ottawa didn't get hit as bad. It all hit Toronto. Toronto, like we have like five snow plows. We do this like twice a year. Yeah. So Ottawa was like, all right, you can have some of ours. <laughs> um, basically. Yeah. We're getting the coldest day that I've seen in a while on Friday. We're actually going to hit minus 14 feels like minus 23. See, yeah, this is the exact example. That. Not that I go to work on the Fridays. I usually work from home, but I'm definitely working from home yeah. that day. So yeah, if like, you guys are getting minus twenty, that doesn't mean we we're getting our my, our first minus thirty. Yeah, yeah, on Friday minus thirty one during the night. <sighs> Thursday is gonna be like one, and then during the night it just drops to minus twenty two, and then it's gonna be uh, yeah. And I'm leaving for Florida on the Monday after nice. the minus twenty threes and the minus thirties. So You're, so it's gonna you be bring- a nice reprieve. Do you bring a jacket to the airport, take yeah. it off, and then put it yeah. back on once you get back into Canada? That's exactly what it is. Usually, Smart my man. uncle, my uncle comes to uh, uh, to bring us, and uh, so we park. My parents near uh, live not super far from the airport, so we park there. Then my uncle comes, picks us up, and we leave our coats, our big winter coats, in the in his car. So when he comes to pick us up, then we have our big winter coats and boots that we can back on, so we don't have to. I mean, I don't want to bring my winter jacket to Florida. No, it's like thirty degrees right now for 30 celsius in florida right now so the only thing <laughs> is is it be a nice blanket on the airplane <laughs> uh yeah it's not too bad i'm usually not i'm usually actually super warm in airplanes because uh i get nervous and stressed so <laughs> uh, i get that i get that completely and like the 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 overhang uh over head overhead storage yeah. is like so small and like they control everything that you bring on a plane they charge yeah. you for like everything that you bring at one point like if you show up with a winter coat they're gonna charge you ten dollars to bring yeah, that probably. shit in like <laughs> knowing yeah, Air Canada they're it, just everybody's like, so sketchy about losing their gear their 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 suitcase now that yeah. they everybody just brings carry-on and now there's too many yeah. carry-ons to fit so yeah it's just chaos absolute chaos i mean we're going to florida so worst comes to worst we'll just go to walmart and get underwears and stuff so it's not that big oh yeah if you lose our baggage but still you know i i want to talk to you later simon sidebar about florida travels because uh mike and i are thinking about that so uh sidebar talks later i mean i'm not an expert or anything but (laughs) but you know disney and stuff like that so yeah no definitely we're talking afterwards because we're trying to figure out what what to do where to go mike just got his passports uh, back so uh don't yeah. go don't go to well no universal is better than the disney but we'll talk well later. i want to go to harry potter like if we're going down there uh, i'm definitely yeah, going to harry potter world yeah universal. that's happening um simon yeah. what do you else you got going on this week anything yeah, else yeah last yeah yeah last uh last podcast for the next two weeks i just realized that i will be in florida so it's gonna be no podcasting for me so hopefully uh that means you, i get to uh, edit Yes, you get to end it. Lucky you. Uh, actually, last Friday was pretty fun. We uh, ended up going to Alban, our good friend Alban, mm. the podcast, and we played some uh, Deep Rock Galactic, the board game. So Deep Rock Galactic is a very cool, well-known indie title where you play as a dwarf. Uh, it's co-op. You can play up to four players. And um, basically, you get dropped on a planet. You mine it. You do some objectives. When you're done, you zoom back out of there. And uh, it's really popular, and they made a board game, uh, so we ended up uh, ended up playing uh, playing a game of that over at their place on Friday, and it's really, really, really fun. Uh, glowing review from me. We uh, it's uh, we've played a lot of games with uh, with them, and that one was really, really fun. More fun than the Bloodborne board game, which is first hard to say Bloodborne board game, and two <laughs> it's a lot of bees. <laughs> yes, and two really too difficult for what it is. So uh, a root. Really did not enjoy that mm, as much as we thought. Seems we would. on trend. Too difficult yeah, for what but it is. It's on just, trend. <laughs> it's just like stupid difficult for no reason. Anyway, so we didn't mm, have a we didn't have a, on trend. We didn't have a lot of fun, but playing the deep rock game, we had a lot of fun. So we had a moderate victory. We lost two dwarves out of the four. So uh, uh, Alba and my girlfriend unfortunately had to sacrifice themselves for the greater good. But uh, me and uh, Alba's girlfriend, we managed to escape. Uh, escape it in the pod and 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 come back with the objective so it was yeah really really fun i really recommend um 
if you like Deep Rock Galactic, if you're and if you're a fun a fan of board games, uh, I'm not sure if you can actually buy it. Uh, I think that Alban had to like um, like Kickstarter or something or whatever back okay. it or something like that. So I don't I don't know how available it is to buy right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, get your hands on that game if you're a fan of. Uh, I know Ali. Uh, Said that Adam's a big fan of of Deep Rock, so I think that she might pick up. She might pick it up, and they might play a, a couple games. But uh, honestly, really, really cool, really fun. So nice. that was my Friday night. Apart from that, not much. Okay. Um. Yeah, my week was pretty normal outside of an event that we had for work on Friday that I worked. Um. But personally, I'm still reeling from last night's episode of The Last of Us. Holy sweet mother of pearl! This <laughs> show pause. is so good. I was bawling, bawling last night. Even Mike and I together, like we were bad. We were we were like a puddle of tears. Um. Are you guys watching it? I think Joelle is. Yet, no. You guys are not I'm watching it. You I'm waiting wait? for the full release, yeah. I don't blame I, you, so you I can watch it back if, to back. Like, the game was too spoopy for me, so I think the show will be too spoopy <laughs> for me, too. But yeah, I know the I mean, story. Yeah, I mean... It's not it's the same. It's definitely spoopy, but it's not that spoopy. I don't feel like it's that spoopy yet. I don't know. We'll see. Last night's episode was not a, a scary episode. It was just one of the finest moments in television storytelling history that I've ever fucking seen. Damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It like, I, I can't We're. I'm going to have to do a spoiler cast later with, with Joelle sometime once we're <laughs> out of this, because like, I am mm-hmm. so impressed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll watch I, it too at some point. So yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, we should definitely plan for that once it's like out in full, there are only nine episodes. So it's not like we have to wait that long, but yeah, yeah. you'll have to take the time to watch through it. But uh, yeah, like I look, I just love everything Pedro Pascal is in. He's my huge man crush at the moment. <sighs> I mean, he's everybody's crush he's right so now. Good. He's, he's daddy. So good. Oh, God. <laughs> All my TikToks I see yeah, of him that just saying, "I am your him? slutty daddy," and I'm like, <laughs> "What is this? <laughs> Why do oh, I live man. for it?" Um, yeah, it's uh. It's so good. Um, but additionally, also yesterday, yesterday was a big day for me. Played a lot of video games. Also did Fantasy Critic with the community. How was so that? It was nice. really fun. It worked out really well. Uh, we now have, let me go back and click on it so I can tell you guys what's going on. So there are currently how many teams? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of us. Uh, eight publishers, um, Simo and Joelle are involved uh, as well, though some folks, three folks, I believe, did um, the auto draft, which is a really interesting feature and worked out really well. Yeah, you did, Joelle did, and Phoenix did too. So yeah, um, it the links will be on the uh, on the page. We've got Simo, uh, you're 07? Yep, How would 07. you say 07? Okay, perfect. 07. Uh, Albang is average game, games done too quick. Fantastic name. Uh, Phoenix's Roll the Bone Studio. Uh, Ludo Timbo is Spanish Acquisitions, which I thought, like, I when he wrote that, I was just like, bravo. bravo. Nobody expects the Spanish Acquisition. No, nobody expect nobody yeah, expects it. Uh, Darth Stradius is Art Vandalay Publishing. Uh, Pat, uh, IR, IRR Gamer, he's uh, RGM Studios. Joelle, uh, once again, on point with the publisher name, she is Google Stadia. And I am just bringing up the rear with GOG Lea Studios. Not that, uh, not that exciting. Um, I am so mad that I did not think about Spanish acquisitions. <laughs> I've been saving for Leave a it week. to Tim. Oh my god, it's too good. It's too good. I don't know. Alban's pretty good too. Average games done too quick. Yeah. Like, damn. It's very on point for the industry. I gotta admit. So yeah, very uh very fun uh kind of 
process yesterday going through this. Um, and uh, we've got we're gonna put the link in the show notes and everything, and of course it's on Discord, and we'll put it everywhere else we need to. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see this play out. I know Tim is doing another one uh, with another group, and uh, he had picked Forspoken, so he's trying to redeem himself here now. Now that that's out of, he can't even go there. <laughs> so but people were uh, were giving him a little bit of grief about that, but you know, it, you know, they're not all gonna be winners. You can't always pick the winners. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting too, considering we had eight going from four in a draft to eight in a draft near yeah. the end. It was hard. Um, Simon, do you want to read through the games that you picked up on, uh, on, on the, on the community one on the community one? Yeah, yeah sure. So I have, it's a little bit different than the one I have on the regular. Yes. So I have, uh, I got, I got Zelda. Surprisingly. You did. I was you probably first. first to pick. Yeah, you were exactly. first to pick, yeah. Uh, then I went with uh, Lekka Dragon Ishin, which is on my regular list. Then I got Armored Core, which is, uh, which Joel stole from me in the other one. Uh, Atomic Heart, Hades 2, and Sons of the Forest. Uh, and I counterpicked uh, automatically? Dragon yes. Age Redwolf? Yeah, I'm going to want to change that because I don't want <laughs> I don't want to counterpick in that game. Well, unless it never comes out or doesn't come out, and then you're it's in the true. clear. You yeah, know? but I actually picked it in my regular Ghost on Games. Thing, so it's kind of it's kind of weird. I, I guess I'm 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 playing both sides of the field. So picking in one place and counterpicking on the other one. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, we only did six games on this one because we were worried we were gonna. You know, run it's out of be games. too difficult. Run out of games, or we're just like, what are we picking? <laughs> Which actually makes the counterpick easier. Um, yeah. I've I've got uh, Diablo 4, Horizon Forbidden West, Burning Shores. I think I might have messed that up because I was actually going for the VR title, but then ended up getting that one. But who cares? Um, mm. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice Leagues, Redfall, uh, F123, and Haunted Chocolatier. I counterpicked Hades 2. So uh, I locked your Hades in there. <laughs> That's fine. It yeah. might not come out this year, so. Exactly. And then Joelle picked up uh, Final Fantasy 16. Uh, Street Fighter Six, Wu Long, Fallen Dynasty, Pikmin Four, Final Fantasy uh, Seven, Seven Reboot, Rebirth. Birth. Yeah, it's man, the Roman numerals. I have to sit there and like count <laughs> on my fingers every time. Every I'm just damn used to time. it. Seeing five two five one one is always seven. So. I know, but still. And then the unannounced first major Elden Ring DLC, and her counter pick was Dead Island Two. So yeah, we'll put the links up. Um, it's gonna be really interesting, kind of see how this plays out. And then additionally, we had some movement last week in the Girls on Games podcast one. So um, three acquisitions happened uh, all on January 28th. Uh, Tartalette Games picked up Octopath Traveler 2 with a bit of $5. That's Catherine. Fart Knuckle Games picked up uh, The Expanse, a Telltale series with a bit of $3. Good yep. job, Simon. And then Chris Pratt was here games, a.k.a. Joelle, Picked up Metroid Prime 4 with a bid of $10. So, uh, you know, we're starting to see some movement around here. You guys are starting to pick things. I'm sitting back and kind of waiting and seeing what happens. So uh, it's going to be interesting to watch this play out. Uh, let me see where the standings are right now for us. Um, It'll still be, it won't have changed because only Joelle's game came out. So Exactly. But because you guys have some more games, you have a, a projected points that I don't mm. have. I'm, yeah, so uh, so that's kind of interesting. But the next game that should be released uh, that is on our lists is Hogwarts Legacy, Legacy, which comes out yeah. next week. So I imagine we'll, what happens, because we actually talked about this a lot yesterday, trying to figure out when the points are actually awarded. And mm -hmm. uh, we went and double checked. So the actual review is counted with the numbers on the day that the game releases. So it mm -hmm. gives it, you know, a few days, like say game releases on Friday, but review embargo came up Tuesday that that'll let that compile. And then it actually registers, um, once the game is live for the public. Mm -hmm. So uh, on the 10th, we should know more about that. But yeah, we got a few, we got a few coming up uh, this month in February. So should be good. Actually, yeah. we're still January. Who am I? What am I saying? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got two on the same day. So we'll have to see how that, uh, and, and uh, Joelle Connor picked Atomic Heart. So we'll, that, that, that's going to be an interesting date. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. it definitely will be. All right. Uh, I have been, powering literally powering through persona 5 royal catherine how goes your playthrough because i have a question for you i finished 
I finished a spaceport. Mm-hmm. That was the dumbest fucking <laughs> boss battle. I had to look it up because I was like, how is it that I'm powering through absolutely everything and then all of a sudden I'm getting stuck here? Like, and I mean like slaughtering everything I went through and then all of a sudden I, I can't. I kept getting stuck at the line of the four big robots that- The meet. green one? Uh, the psychic damage. Yeah. I had to force feed soul food to Haru because she was running out of SP trying to bring those motherfucker downs. Yeah. And then the last boss, which has like no fucking um, weak points. I just ended up, man- I managed to cheese him thanks to Yusuke by um, using his height ice powers to like freeze him. And once he was frozen, you could do technical attacks. Yes. With like okay. physical attacks. Um and I think at one point I used uh I got a shitty gun for Joker, but it it guarantees the shock state. Oh, so okay. So another potential to, uh technical. Yeah, yeah, you can and then you can hit them with wind and stuff like that. So but a unpausable timer. Mm-hmm. On a boss fight. Cat got so angry that she peeked there. <laughs> it's true. Possible. Like you are locked. Like basically you start the boss fight and the timer says, You're here for the next 30 minutes, bitch. Yep. Um and yeah, first time I didn't get it. Second time, I finally beat the big motherfucker. Like I said, I cheesed him. Yeah. Um, and then it's like I got 10 seconds left, and he's like I got another robot, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, but apparently, after that, it was just like a spoiler after that big last robot. It's just like kind of like a, almost like a scripted thing. Mm-hmm. But the timer was still going. I finished with like two seconds on that timer. Wow, good like, for if you. I ha- if I would have to done that fight a third time, I think I would have given up on Persona 5 for the second time. <laughs> Well, I did it three times. I ended up doing it three times because the first time we were going through it, like I was just not I didn't realize that you had to knock them all out, all four in two turns, in two turns. If not, then they would retreat and come back. And that was the repetitive nature. But I was not powerful enough to actually do that in two turns. If I had a third turn, I would have been fine. And even when I was trying to like do like the 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 baton passes and leveling all that kind of stuff to power up i was like this isn't working so mm-hmm. i actually died went and restarted the day went to mementos leveled the shit up and i also have uh i have uh ryuji at 100 percent at max level so like i have like insta kill when you're running through mementos as long as like you're your characters are are more powerful than the the shadows that you're hit, you're going up against. Mm-hmm. Leveled up like five to six levels for everybody. Went and did the darts thing to get the baton pass as fast as I could, as powerful as I could. And then also went and like merged some personas to get better. So like I was, I went in there with a plan because I read some stuff and said I'm fucking killing this guy. This is over. I'm not living through this for a third time. After like wow. 2 hours or like an hour of doing it, I'm like I'm not living through this another hour. See, I, so, I got lucky yeah. because yeah, I I went and I I looked at my personas and I made sure that like I double stacked all the powers. Yeah. Um that I had like all the like hit every enemy with wind, hit every enemy with psychic and things like that. Um, I managed to cheese uh, some, like the the row of big four bots. I managed to cheese them and get an extra turn with thanks to Makoto because yeah. I would use uh, forget and they would forget how to use skill so they wouldn't do their self destruct. Oh, smart! So it it didn't work every time. It worked if they were the first in the row because okay. then the other three wouldn't fuck off. Oh, you're so smart. I didn't think of that. Yeah. But yeah, it was the first time really encountering a problematic boss. Like, I don't know if if other people have encountered this, but like right now, that was the one boss that I hated the most so far out of all of the ones that we've done. Yeah, it's all the other boss fights were were fine. They were okay. They were fun. Like Madaramhe, even the first time I did it, like 
like, you know, years ago, like I didn't like it or whatever. But now that I'm like kind of used to the system and what to look for, like I know how to pay attention and, and figure it out. But like I could not for the life of me figure out why they kept I kept killing them and then they disappear and come back. And then I had to look it up. Yeah. The 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 mechanics in this boss fight was opaque and not as well explained by the narrative and the dialogue yeah. with the characters. Yeah. So yeah, I finished that and now I just kind of like fucked off to mementos to do um my next round of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like I did the palace in one day. Yeah. So my little counter of like um, days until Haru sold off is like at 23 or something like that. So now I got to dick around for 23 days. So I got to grind my relationships. Um, I'm almost at 100% with on or dating. Mm. Um, I'm almost at 100% with Ryuji. We're not dating because it's a Japanese game and they're, they don't like that. Um, <laughs> And after that, I want to I want to grind because I did look it up. The counselor, yeah, if you get him to a hundred percent. Apparently, there's another palace. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the kind of shit you need to like dangle in front of me to make sure that I do. But also, he has a he has a deadline too. Apparently, he's gone in November. So I'm just waiting. I'm at like eight, and every day I'm just waiting now for like another opportunity to go see him but i'm kind of stuck in this storyline loop thing right now where i can't because i'm just a little past that i've already had the day come by with haru so uh but i think i think i missed out on a persona on a on a confidant this is what i want to ask you do you have the tower confidant the the kid the kid in the arcade i do not but i did in my first playthrough yeah, I don't I don't know how to go and get him and I haven't looked it up yet. So I'm like, I feel like I'm missing because when I'm going to do the whole like, you know, fusion, I'm like, I, I, everybody have at least is at two. A lot of people are like six, seven, eight max now. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think I'm missing someone. Yeah. At one point they tell you, oh, apparently there's this kid at the arcade. And I find I, I remember getting like as soon as somebody dropped the hint the first time I played, I went and got it that yeah. relationship but it's like now i'm like they're like oh you could um you know there's the fortune teller or whatever and i'm just like i yeah i, I finished her. Even, like i haven't even started with futaba yet and i'm like and you guys are trying to get me to talk to a fortune teller like <laughs> please yeah. stop um but now that you're telling me that the counselor has a limit i will be because i'm on september End of September, I think, Haru yeah, starts. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. So now you're telling me I got a month or two? Yeah, and go I get think I'm uh, level go six get a or seven. Persona with the counselor type and then go to him and you can power through it pretty quick. Oh, yeah, right. That's smart. Um, yeah. That's what I've been doing. I forgot about that until I watched the video because I was trying to figure out how to do that stupid boss. <laughs> well, that's that's how like because like one of my main persona for the longest time was uh, Leon Shade and that's a lover's yep. uh, persona. And she was all often like equipped. Um, and like I, I. I went from like on to like maybe level two to like dating her and fucking the span of a few weeks yeah um, so all right i'll i'll get a persona that says consulting and i'll he'll be my priority if he texts me i don't care who else texts me like i'm going to see this guy uh yeah give me, give me my extra palace give me my extra content <laughs> that's why it. we're playing royal <laughs> yes because now that i've finished the spaceport n- this is all new to me like, yes, this ditto. is where I stopped last time. So now mm-hmm. it's it's like all giddy, and I have no like I I I hadn't unlocked Haru as a um as a contract character, and I don't know how the story ends. To be honest, like me neither. I never really, I never looked it up. I never yeah. like I stopped playing and I never looked it up because in my head I was like I'm always going to go back to this game and finish it, mm-hmm. and like I didn't in four years, and now with Royal. I am happy I didn't because like we're still talking about the this idea of like who's causing the breakdown and who's behind mm-hmm. this and you know like they drop hints that we might not just be the only ones going around in palaces 
And I've sat with that for like since that game first release. I never looked it up. And now that I'm playing it again and they're dropping hints, I'm like, yeah, who is fucking people up? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm act- I'm really, really enjoying this game. Like there's nothing except for that boss battle. Like there's nothing that I'm finding ch- like a chore about mm-hmm. it or anything. Like I, I'm really invested and uh, I know I, I'm trying to get it done before end of next week. I'm, I officially crossed the 80 hour mark and, wow, uh, okay. and I am thinking about playing uh, Persona 4 Golden once I get a break in schedule and stuff, too, because that's on Game Pass as well. And I've heard nothing but good about that game, too. So uh, apparently it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to add it to my list, but I'm, I'm already set on playing Fire Emblem after this. Yeah, I, I, I will gonna... definitely need a Persona kind of break after yeah. what's definitely going to be 110, 120 hours. Yeah, because I'm not gonna, uh, I'm gonna burn out on Persona because like the original game, a lot of people I talked to that finished it, it was a hundred hours. Yeah, easy peasy. And if we do the extra content royal, like I think the only reason I'm gonna be under 120 hours for this playthrough is just because I was very efficient playing through yeah. the content I had before. Like I think we're more or less. Like you're you're ahead of me. You're getting ready for the next palace. I just wrapped up this palace, but like, I'm like I'm at sixty hours. Yeah, I probably just had more time with it because um, I I play at lunch times and then mm-hmm. in the evening before Mike gets home, and then I've had like some weekends where I'm doing laundry and cleaning, and I'm playing that on the side. So like I've had a lot of a lot of time with it, and also too like I go into mementos and like just grind through. Yeah, so I that haven't- takes a lot of time. I haven't had to grind yeah. at all. I've been so efficient in what I do and using items and um, doing a lot of like upgrades with my um, personas and that I've never, I haven't had felt the need to grind. Actually, often when I start a palace, I'm already overpowered for some of this stuff because I'm so into like the management of it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've, I think like, um, I think to be at the same spot I'm in in the story last time, I played like something like 70 hours, but like I'm I'm 10 hours ahead now just yeah. because like I make my decisions so quick and I don't spend time grinding or fucking around in mementos as much. And making the right choices, too, because I know there's some choices mm-hmm. that are better to do than others. And if you do certain things you will progress faster, right? So, and there's like, just like the, the, the life improvements, like the mm-hmm, fact that you pick mm-hmm. up those stars and mementos and then you can use that to help get more XP or you can like choose what you want to do. Like they've just done some stuff to like make it was, easier. Was the card system in the original game, the fact that you can have like skill cards? I, I feel like yes. no, because the blank cards you can buy off the kid and mementos and he's new. Yeah, you, they... They did have it, but it wasn't nearly as accessible, I don't think. Yeah, because now you can ask Yusuke to copy them. Yeah, I think... I'm was pretty that sure there was some cards. I think... Because that's one of the ways that if you want to get rid of a persona, you can turn it into a... A skill card? A okay. Yeah. So I, I'm just... Uh, like It's such a complicated game that I'm woefully confused as to what is new, what is old, what oh, yeah. was there, but they just like made it better. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I think the first time I played, I did ignore some systems because I was like, I'm getting overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, and that's how I stopped game. playing. So right now I'm just like, I've got my goals and my goals is to get to the end of the game. But like the, and the only relationship I'm really set on finishing is the consultant one, because apparently there's an extra palace and I'm greedy like that. <laughs> Simon, what have you been playing, bud? Jesus Christ. Uh, I, sorry, I completely checked out. <laughs> <laughs> I know we went on a diatribe there. We went on Holy a full smokes. deep dive into Persona Five sorry Royal. Sorry about that. It's our weekly check-in. <laughs> weekly Holy check-in, shit, yeah. and we uh, are both uh, having the same anguish. Huh? Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, uh, I've been playing some WoW still, yes. and uh, did the uh, Pokemon Greninja raid. Nice. So, uh, yeah, once again, uh, Slowbro, star of the show, just destroying Greninja, which is pretty fantastic. I, I'm really happy because I have a shiny Slowbro. 
So I'm able to kind of uh, go in there and just destroy it and uh, farm some candy. So pretty, pretty happy about that. Again, Slowbro for some reason is just very, very stupid strong. And for the last, um, for the last raid event uh, against um, Cinerace, he was also kind mm -hmm. of the, 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 the strategy to go with. So uh, pretty happy about that. Um, have you gotten all of the Pokemon that have been available with the Mightiest Mark now? Yep. Yep. Nice. So Charizard, uh, it's, was oh, it Charizard, Cinerace, yeah, Cinerace, Charizard, Cinerace and, and Greninja. And Greninja. Okay. Yeah. Hoping to get some uh, different type starters so maybe like a grass type something like that so it'd be cool to see uh i don't know like a rillaboom or even like a venusaur or something like that be mm -hmm. fun to see some of the uh some uh some other ones but yeah we'll have to see what they uh what they announce next is uh next is the event for us um serial edge and um the other guy that looks like Mega Man. Anyway, they're version exclusive, so you can oh, get... Oh, yeah. Ar Ar something A, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Armor Rouge. Yeah, Armor Rouge, yeah. Armor Rouge, they so, were yeah. the ones per each. It, yeah, what's good about that, it gives version. you a chance if you don't have anybody yep, to trade with to get the yeah. other Pokemon. Yeah, and that's what they've been doing for uh, for all these events now. You know, last time was uh, Mrs. Drevis and Driftbloom, so you could also mm -hmm. get one or the other if you need to complete your Pokedex, so... Yeah, it's uh, it's cool that they're doing doing these things. Honestly, I love Serval Edge. It's, it's it's such a great Pokemon, such a great design. Yeah, and does you know pretty decent damage if he's built well. Uh, he like has some a pretty cool moveset. His like unique ability is a fire attack that heals him too, so it's really useful in raids. Um, so really, really like him. Armor Rouge kind of sucks, but <laughs> Serval yeah. Edge is really good. <laughs> I feel sometimes that happens when uh, like you look at which version of the pokemon game you're gonna pick up and you're yeah. like which one has the cooler reader version exclusives yeah that is 100 percent what i did the only reason that i hesitated to get uh scarlet instead of violet was because uh tyranitar was uh violet exclusive but then my girlfriend's like i'm gonna get pokemon too i'm like perfect you get violet and i'll get scarlet so we can trade our pokemons and finish our pokedex which is what we did so Perfect. Got what we needed. And um, the Scarlet, the Violet version has uh, uh, Iron Thorns, which is like the, the future version of um, of uh, Tyranitar. So it's pretty yes. cool too. So yeah, yeah. Iron Thorns is pretty neat. So Yeah. Looking forward to DLC and new content. Still play every once in a while. So it's uh, it's kind of like my when I sit down and chill at the uh, in the living room is, is the game I pick up and uh, I start playing. So um, I did, however, get the uh, Switch expansion pack. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm gonna definitely start a new game of uh, Mario Paper for some reason. I have a really, I have a nerve to be playing Mario Paper, and it's out on the um, on the uh, Switch expansion pack, so I might actually do that. Oh, cool! Yeah, because that's all about the tied to the online stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, I think it's something like fifty or sixty Canadian a year, and you get access to all those N N64 games. Yeah, um, they just released Goldeneye. Which, yeah, by the way, Goldeneye really sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you play yeah. it again, Rose it's really bad. Colored glasses we had. Yeah, I exactly. still want to go and download it and play it on Xbox because that just sounds hilarious. But yeah, everybody's <laughs> like rose-colored glasses. Were oh a yeah, thing that it we used to wear. Very. I mean, it's, the, it's the only thing we had. So like, yeah, it makes no sense. Better. We didn't. We didn't know any better. So. Yeah, I remember. Um, I forget when it was a while ago. Like I went to, um, uh, I went to like a retro bar or something, and they mm -hmm. had a Nintendo sixty four and that Golden. I'm like, oh cool, we're gonna play Golden Eye. I'm like, this is rough, dude. This is like really bad. Oh <laughs> yeah, like it, you cannot control anything, and it's just kind of ugh. Yeah, so, it's yeah. really just. I think most people who are downloading it, buying it, whatever, are doing it just for nostalgia. They'll play once. Yeah. And then they'll never touch it Be again. Like, wow, that was bad. <laughs> Let's never do that again. <laughs> I mean, think about it. When did that game come out? Ninety seven. Before uh, that, Jesus Christ, Goldeneye, uh, Goldeneye, yeah. N sixty four, ninety seven. Yeah, because it yeah, came out like a year or two after the sixty four. Thirty. So. Does that make it thirty years ago? No, because that would be no uh, twenty. Not yet. Eight twenty something like that. No, how many? Years. Twenty twenty. Yeah. My math is not great. Um, but yeah, like 
We've come a long way. Yeah. I mean, looking back at games done 10 years ago, we're just like, oof, old game, old. I mean, now we're talking about Golden Eye. Yeah. One of the first, like, first-person shooters on a console that, like, everybody yeah. played with the split screen and stuff, right? Like In 97, man, that's, like, so long ago. It's crazy I know. to think about that. It's wild. Holy smokes. Yeah, so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, playing, uh, playing the original Paper Mario. Then I'm probably going to boot up dolphin and play a thousand year door which is the vastly superior um other version but since i'm going uh going on vacation in florida i figured i'd get a uh kind of more of a long uh you know long going game that i can play on the plane and stuff so yeah are you the type i have to start a game before i go then try and start it while i'm traveling yeah definitely just to get into the groove of things because i'm not gonna yeah. be able to get into the groove of things if i'm on a fucking plane so yeah no i feel you there let's talk about some news folks you ready for that yep Yep. all right we break and we're back with some news Catherine. what do you got today um so i've got a bit of uh some feel-good stuff yay yay so for the past uh two years january on gamesindustry.biz they do game changers which is profiles on people changing the video game industry for the better. Mm. Um, they In 2020, they did short profiles of 100 candidates. They added more in 2021. And now the round of uh, 2022 and 2023 is starting. Um, and they made a little profile on Pixels. Oh, fantastic. Ooh, so, cool. so Pixel is a nonprofit here in Montreal. Yeah. And they work hard to make sure that uh, more women and more marginalized genders have access uh, to the video game industry so that we have better diversity in general. Um, I just signed up for their next online workshop, which is playing with gender. Um, nice. And it's going to be a small, like, one hour and a half presentation about how to, for character customizations and stuff. And um, I've recently had to, like, change stuff in for honor like we did that last year i want to say with the release of kyoshin which was our first canonically non-binary character that we had to remove mentions of gender and things like that in our menu in our hero menus oh so like these types of things are important so i was like hey it's free it's an hour and a half i'm gonna sign up um i love pixel they do game incubators they do the writing programs um, I have a lot of colleagues that went through Pixels and did their workshops on in, on writing, and now they work in narrative and games. Um, I love them dearly. Mm. Uh, but other profiles that are there for you to check out, there's Jennifer Lufau, the founder of Afro Gamers. There's Diana Senna, the founder of Women of Xbox. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, follow her on social. She's fantastic. There's uh, Leila Shabir of Girls Makes Game. Um, and they add, I think they add one every week or something. So I'll have links to the homepage with where they just update the, um, all the profiles. You can check them out and on that page has linked to the previous profiles as well. So it's all people that are making the game industry a more inclusive place. Very and cool. after love to all see my it. rants about unionizations yeah. and people being toxic, <laughs> I figured I would share something that is beautiful and that I love. Yeah, it's fantastic. Awesome. And yeah. all these folks totally deserve to be uplifted. For so sure. yeah, go check out what they do and uh, learn more and uh, participate if you have the opportunity to do so like Kat's doing. Simon, yes. we had that Xbox Developers Direct uh, last yeah. week. You want to bring it. us through uh, the highlights? Sure. Did you watch it? I did. I was at work, so it was kind of lo- like leaning in and leaning out <laughs> as I was trying to do stuff. Yeah, but back of and forth. course, as soon as Minecraft stuff popped up, I was like, sorry, <laughs> folks, I want to pay attention to this. <laughs> yeah. So they announced uh, a couple of games. So Minecraft Legends, we knew that we knew was uh, uh, we knew was coming. So, but now they announced a release date, April 18, 2023. So excited. Um, looks interesting really it's like a minecraft aesthetic but with like definitely added i would i want to say personality in it like the enemies seem to have more personality and just like just seem to be more reactive to what's what's happening what's going on so yeah it should be uh should be an interesting little game 
Um, then we have Forza Motorsport, which is the official uh, still unreleased, but I, I guess that's the first time they announced it, right? Uh, we know they were working on one, but like not officially, we knew that they were working on working on it. I think it's the first announcement, right? Or my I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, so don't, we know the cycle. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it's Horizon and then it's Motorsports, it's Horizon and it's Motorsport, and they kind of like show up when they're ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it looks really, really good. Um, and I, I was saying it almost makes me want to buy a wheel and try to really get into because I've always liked racing games. Like I, I really enjoy them, but I, I always find that playing with a controller or playing with um. In God forbid, mouse and keyboard, uh, just kind of not, not the mm-hmm. same. Uh, mm-hmm. But I know these, you know, a good wheel is kind of expensive, so maybe eventually I'll I'll, I'll jump into it. But uh, Mike I mean, look, and, looks, uh, looks really, really, really great. So Mike, my husband, and my brother-in-law are started talking about it, but not necessarily for Forza Motorsport. They're actually thinking about it for uh, F1. Yeah, uh, yeah, same, yeah, same that kind of thing. Yeah, it's uh. Well, I know Thrustmaster makes really good ones, and you can't really go wrong with those, so maybe we'll get it. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we'll get into it. Uh, but and- this is interesting, too, because they don't have a number on it. Usually, there's a for- yeah. Forza Horizon or Forza Motorsport has a number on it. Yeah, this one doesn't. I guess it's kind of a soft mm-hmm. reboot, something like that. Maybe. Possibly. Something, yeah. They might be soft rebooting it, or they might just leave the numbers literally and just go... It's Forza Motorsport for Xbox. Yeah. Uh, Xbox, uh, whatever that name is, Series X. We'll have to see. <laughs> uh, and then they announced, uh, it released it for Redfall, which is the um, uh, first-person shooter that is kind of like Left 4 Dead, but with magic and, and stuff. Vampires. <laughs> Vampire, magic, and Vampires. stuff. I mean, it looks... Um, yeah, it looks it looks 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 pretty good. Uh some mm-hmm. definitely some interesting uh uh some interesting things that they've shown. Uh so there's a good like 11 minutes gameplay video if you're interested in looking at uh, what they announced and uh of course they put on a release date which is May 2nd. Uh, it's going to launch on Game Pass for Xbox and on PC. And I could not care less about this game, so we'll have to see what uh, what their views are saying. Like again, it's it's really seems like the type of game that you're going to want to play with some friends. Um, and what arcade? The Redfall? Yeah, Redfall. Yeah, there's going to be like a single player or multi play with other people too. I'm pretty intrigued by it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be checking that out. And it's arcane, so it it's should be true. It is arcane. Well, I mean, it's yeah. if you have Game Pass, it's gonna be free anyway. So, uh, yeah, maybe I'll check it out eventually if I have a lot of friends playing it. Uh, another one was announced, but I want to go quickly to Elder Scrolls Online. So a new DLC slash expansion uh, was announced, arriving in June. I think it's the like eight expansion or something like that. They they have a lot. <laughs> yeah, and many people still are still playing Elder Scrolls Online. It's kind of been really really building on 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 what they have. Um, it's probably at the like some of the most popular MMO at the moment. Like I know WoW and FF14 are kind of dominating the scene, but I'm sure that um, I'm sure that uh, Zenimax are, are happy with what the the Elder Scrolls is is pulling in terms of inf- of of numbers. So uh, yeah, if you're a fan of, uh, of Elder Scrolls, I, I played it a little bit. It's it's good, but it's not. It just it wasn't for me. Uh, I just it just didn't couldn't hook me. Um, but I hear from people that it's great fun. Ali used to play it a lot. I think she's yeah, she yeah. probably still does. We know I, I know Steph, does, yeah. Steph plays as well. Uh, my girlfriend yeah. plays every once in a while. Um, I know she played a lot when a couple of years ago when it came out or when the other expansion came out or something. So yeah, apparently I heard good things. So and the last one, which is uh, really kind of out of left field, uh, is a game called Hi-Fi Rush uh, by Tango GameWorks, the um, studio behind Evil Within and Ghostwire Tokyo, which is kind of mind-bending when you're looking at what kind of game Hi-Fi Rush is. It makes yeah. absolutely no sense. Um, but it, Hi-Fi Rush is a cartoonish, rhythm-based action game with a colorful visual style that looks somewhere between Sega's Jet Set Radio and Insomniac's Sunset Overdrive. And it came out the day of the show. Like, literally, launch trailer and game came out. And the reviews are really 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 good everyone loves the game it's it's not super long but it's like it's on game pass if you, if you have it um and it's just it's fun and that's 100 percent, i guess uh what people wanted but 
reviews are re- really raving say it's very fun very straightforward charming interesting uh fun mechanics so i'm seeing really only good things for for that game did um, either so, of you try it yet no because i don't have game pass ah but i did put it on my um it's not it's not it's pretty cheap like it's 30 bucks us so it's not that expensive um yeah. but i've uh, i put it on my wish list so i'm hoping that it's gonna it's gonna come on 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 sale probably like at ten bucks or fifteen bucks something like that in the coming months, and I'm probably gonna try it because it looked really interesting and uh, the 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 way that they announced it was really cute too. So I think that uh, and really a departure from what Tango GameWorks does usually. I'm not a fan of of them in general. Like I didn't play Ghostwire Tokyo or Evil Within, but from what they've been usually doing, and then to this, it's kind of a huge departure. So I don't know if it was that kind of a passion project for a couple of devs at a studio that kind of got built up into an actual game, but everyone loves it so far, so cool for them. Okay. Kat, did you get a chance to play it at all? Not yet, no. Okay. I downloaded and started it, but then I'm trying to get through Persona. Um, it's interesting because... Yeah, I see where they're going with Jet Set Radio and Sunset Overdrive. I also want to throw in a little bit of the art style from Persona. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, the mechanic is all based around rhythm and the beat to the music. So you get you you only attack when the beat hits. So but you want to get a better hit. So you want to do it when the beat hits. It reminds me a lot of uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah, I was going to say. And uh, the Cadence of Hyrule. And yeah, it's re- it's like that to the next level. Um, or like taking it more in an action adventure style. So yeah, I've played through a little bit of it and uh, I'm intrigued. I think my husband's going to really like it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to try and play a little bit more because yeah, it doesn't sound like it's super long. So yeah. And it's fun shadow dropping Seems games fun. and having something available right I then love, and there. I love Wicked. when they do that. It's so mm-hmm. cool. I wish more devs did that. Just don't talk about it. Like and they even like said during the uh, the conference, I'm like, hopefully this hasn't leaked yet. Which is <laughs> like it's it's kind of funny. It's true, you know. Hopefully, you know, if you're you're working on a game for for a long time, hopefully no, you know, it doesn't leak and people don't get too hyped up about it and then expect so many things when you know they, you don't never know what's going to come out so it's cool funny just released it putting this up against forspoken i feel like as soon as this started happening everybody was raving about it yeah. the conversation online forspoken is gone yeah yep. it's wild and forspoken is a game that had that big ramp up did all this stuff right had a demo <laughs> you know like it's just the dichotomy of the two releases is just yeah. unbelievable and but like, like you never know what's gonna happen really. I, I was reading uh i was reading i forget where probably on reddit that apparently hi-fi rush has outsold first poken by like two or three times on its first week wow on Steam, so. oh <laughs> which is hurts. surprising but not <laughs> At the that same hurts. time, so you feel bad for those people that took so much time to work on that game. Well, it's yeah, I, I've been watching uh, one of my streamers that I like um, play the game, mm-hmm. and it's fine, but it's like pretty cookie cutter, boring kind of. Reminds me of, and it's funny because uh, the devs is Luminous something, and they're the ones who made FF15 pretty much. Like, oh, with, really? With, yeah. For, the same pe- the same developer who worked on FF14 worked on No, Spoken. FF15. 15 worked on Forspoken. Five. Okay. So, and like <laughs> he was he was doing a dungeon and I was like, "Yo, this is 100% reminiscent of the power plant section of FF15, like just long, boring, identical corridors." And it was like, "Ugh." That's not a good look for for this game. So that's too bad. Yeah, I know, but yeah, it looks kind of. It, it, it looks a lot like um, a game by committee, almost like nobody yeah. was willing to like commit to. It, it reeks like special. upper management trying to control everything and not steer too far in one direction or another. Yeah, for to not be. To not go like it's it's very cookie cutter, boring, bland, and straightforward. Aww. And the chatter between the two characters is incessing. It's so annoying. I, That's I, I what th- the I big scuttlebutt. Yeah, yeah. the big I scuttlebutt f- online was about that and how the chatter wasn't good. But like, oftentimes video game co- like vo- it's not unusual to have awkward 
weird kind of voice capture. But at some, it sounds like that one had a lot of it. It just yeah. like sometimes I just feel bad because like the main character was so interesting to me and the premise was interesting to me. And it's yeah. like finally we have like some diversity in our characters. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, and it's just like this is a young girl from NYC. I, I think she should be sassier or have like, you know, more of that, you know, I'm walking here. Forget about it. I know it's like <laughs> cliche, but I feel like when you live in a big yeah. city where you have to like take your place or you, you're you know you're you tend to be more like especially in a big american city like i would Mm -hmm. figure the character would be more outspoken and you know the story about the chatter like some of it feels very much peter dinklage and destiny one unfortunately and not in a good way yeah like sharpening in for no reason and second like another game that came out recently that had chatter but they did it very well was call of duty um where it got a bromance going and it was that's a good example of if you're gonna do chatter, I don't mm. know, just add some high on I guess, life homoerotic too. sexual tension <laughs> and it'll be fine. Yeah, high on life had some too. Um that, you know, but I don't know. It's a it's a hard thing to get. It's a balance, it's a co- mm-hmm. it's like a vibe between multiple characters that has to be really good. Like there's so many different things that could Yeah, it just feels like trigger it's another it. It's another release a la Callisto Protocol, where it's just like people are like, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all nailed the art, but it yeah. feels like you where's, killed where's every other department. You killed them inside and they just kind of like checked out. Where's the soul? Yeah. yeah. No soul. I mean, I haven't played either just because like there's there was nothing for me to want mm. to play this. Like when people are like, it's fine. If it's lukewarm, I'm just like, well, that's worse than it being bad, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did look at a few like playthroughs of First Spoken, and I was unfortunately disappointed. So I was like, all right, um, guess that's that. Yeah, but uh, good, good for for the people that made the rhythm game. Um, it has a cat in it, so it wins. And you can pet the cat. <sighs> you can pet the cat. You can pet. I won't prerequisite for any game now. Can I, you pet I, the I dog won't play and the cat? Because I have no rhythm, so I'm gonna fail. But there's a um visual thing that you can put up to help you, cat. Okay. I think that may be beneficial that you could try. Cool. I pulled that cool. up. Is yeah. There, the tone deaf <laughs> option. I need that. Thank yes. You. Yes. Exactly. The white. The 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 cliche white person that can't clap with the beat option. That's exactly. What I need. There you go. It's there for you, cat. It's there. It'll help you out. They got so you. you can still they enjoy. Got you. And it has it's, it has pretty decent music. So yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. Simon, yeah, real are quick. we learning about more stuff in the future? Yeah, real quick. It literally just happened as we started recording the uh, the podcast. So um, Xbox, Nintendo, and Sony confirmed that they will not be part of A3 again this year. So uh, I, I didn't read the whole article because, like I said, l- literally as we started the recording, as I hit record, it, it, it popped up, so uh, I'm not uh, I'm not yet ready to. I haven't read it. Um, I'm sure that they're going to have their own um, conferences and their own things happening uh, at around the same time ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, no, the big three at the, at E3 again this year. So not surprising. Yeah, but I- still kind of like who 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 cares about about e3 now again like and anyway, i figure we've we've had this conversation so many times over and over again and it's still an issue who cares about e3 now <laughs> yeah nobody the uh article you pulled on ign written by cat bailey um she talks about let's see e3's first physical event in four years was supposed to be a triumphant return for the tirade uh for the trade show an opportunity to recapture some of the excitement of past conventions when historically has been major showcase events for the game industry. However, mm. it appears that when E3 2023 hits Los Angeles Convention Center in June, it will be without three of its most important draws. IGN has heard from multiple knowledgeable sources that Xbox, Sony, and Nintendo won't be a part of E3 2023 or have a presence in the Los Angeles, Los Angeles Convention Center show floor. The mm. information comes on the heels of Xbox announcement last week that it will be returning to Los Angeles for its annual summer showcase while declining to confirm whether it would be part of the show itself. 
Um, so yeah, that is interesting. This obviously the article is long. Go go read it out on IGN. Yeah, Link in the show notes because it's thing. like whoa, it's a lot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, this doesn't bode well for E3. It mm. is going to be interesting to see how Jeff Neely takes this for Summer Games Fest. But I mean, it doesn't mean that we're not going to have events because like. Xbox is going to do an event. Yeah, and they are going to own it a hundred and ten percent instead of giving paying someone else. It's already expensive to put this shit off. They're yeah. not going to go and pay someone else to to be part of their thing when they yeah. can just own the whole thing. It's yeah. I mean, they're they're still going to announce games and stuff. Just not. Oh yeah. Not at the level of or on the floor of E3. So yeah, yeah. It's and, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what it. Cut, turns into yep mm. all right folks well that pretty much closes out the show for this week as always i uh very much highly encourage you to go check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca because Catherine puts that together for us every week does an excellent job and you can go and read all the articles that we talk about there'll be links to fantasy critic league all that jazz so yeah go to the girlsongames.ca for that um, when it comes to the podcast, if you have the ability to rate and review uh, the podcast on the platform where you're consuming it, we would much appreciate that. Why? It helps with discovery. Uh, we take the the content that you write to us, the comments and things. We help uh, that helps us build our show. So much appreciated if you could do that. Helps with discovery too, so people can find us. Um, and it's also that time of the week now where uh, I get the crew to shout out their social media handles, so you can follow them everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? I am C-S-D-E-S-B-I-N-S-C-S-D-B-A on Twitter, Instagram, but I mostly shit post in the Girls on Games Discord all day long. <laughs> Simon, mostly. do you have a cute, fuzzy creature or awesome human that we're following today? Uh, Catherine posted a really cool cover of a Journey song uh, in the Discord channel, which I really like. So yep. come on the Discord, check it out. It's uh, for a separate ways from Journeys, which is one of the best songs they, they did. And probably not one of the most popular, but one of the best. So go check it out. Ooh, which one? Now I feel like I haven't it's seen by, that. Uh, Eva Don't Under Fire. She is. She's got like some straight up nice vocals. Yeah. Have you seen the version that they redid of that song? For still Stranger Journey, Things? not a cover, but for uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, but it's kind of meh. I, but I love how epic it sounds. Yeah, this, they made it. This cool, cover but... is even better. Really? Yeah, it's pretty oh, good. She okay. has a great voice. It's really good. I love that. I think Evanescence, but like with a pop punk twist Ooh. covering that song. Like I've had it on repeat for two days. Okie dokie then. I will go check that out. I am Leah Jewer on most social media platforms, but of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games. No thought in there on Instagram. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this lovely convo and more. But if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That's our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Simon. It's been another lovely week in video games, and uh, the countdown is on to get Persona 5 Royal finished before <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy comes out. I have a project. <laughs> but we will get there. We will get there. I'm enjoying every moment except for that boss fight. Alright folks, have a good week. Talk to you later. Bye! Ciao! Bye.